Hello everybody and welcome to the podcast hour or back to the podcast if you're listening again. My name is Navin. Before we begin, I want to apologize for the late upload, but today I'm reviewing a memoir which is a new type of book that we have not covered yet on this podcast. Because of this unfortunately, there will be no author details that are usually there since the plot and the content will reiterate this anyways. But without further ado, here is your all new episode for Shoe Dog by Phil Buck Knight, the CEO of Nike. By the way, I will be alternating between Buck when referring to him in the book and Phil or Mr. Knight when talking about him as the author. The style is a first-person narrative with a heavy amount of realism. This is reflective of Knight looking back upon his mistakes and the entire point of the novel. Next, I will talk briefly on the plot of the novel and who Phil Knight is anyways. First, we start in Portland, Oregon, where a mid-twenties Stanford graduate is starting on his morning six-mile run. He's returned home seeking a niche life after his formal business education, and we are soon introduced to his mindset and his idea that accompanies it to win for all the wrong reasons. He describes his desire to win at all costs because there is nothing more painful than losing. He just simply does not want to die, and I will explain this motive throughout the novel later. Anyways, for some time, he has been thinking about the lucrative running shoe manufacturing markets of Japan and building a distributing business for one of those manufacturers. However, his family and his peers doubt him, and he needs their funds in order to pursue his dream. He also has a strong desire to travel the rest of the world, going across Asia and Europe. He feels as though the familial pressures put upon him are confining him, and that he needs one big international trip to escape. Also, it's a cheeky way to get to Japan and meet some potential business partners. Through some A-grade acting, he manages to convince his dad to believe in his trip and his business plan. He travels the world with a friend in about one year, almost becomes an encyclopedia salesman in Hawaii, and finally gets his long-awaited meeting with Onitsuka Factories, in which he lands a deal to distribute the Tiger track shoes on the East Coast. He returns, forms a company called Blue Ribbon, invites his former coach at Oregon University, Bill Bowerman, and the rest is for you all to discover. I really don't want to spoil it for you guys. Anyways, one of the motifs of Shoe Dog is competitiveness and its use and abuse. Throughout the novel, the nature of business and sports are present, and thus there is an unavoidable sense of competitiveness. And here, there is an exploration of its negative and positive uses. Competitiveness can be utilized in a healthy way to push oneself to the limits, and having a shared competitiveness amongst people forms healthy bonds. Phil forms and renews valuable connections through the common goal of keeping this nearly impossible business afloat. Healthy competition can give meaning and purpose, as is shown through Phil's transformation from a person desperately seeking a place in life to a driven businessman. However, there is a negative use of competition that is shown in its entirety. Negative competitiveness and its misuse of it in pursuit of near impossible goals can be very detrimental to one's mental state and social relationships. Even if Buck is pursuing his dreams, his mentality of to survive at all costs and, its, and his perception of life as one big competition makes him miserable and causes him to act selfishly many times to his colleagues. This is most apparent with Buck's abuse of his most loyal worker, Johnson. Johnson has done nearly everything for Phil and the company in general because he worships the idea and the love for running. However, Phil's response is usually a little more than indifference to his loyalty. Because of his extreme competitive nature, he simply sees Johnson as a pawn in his big board game. Another motif is the definition of what it means to be great. 
This is very similar to the last motif as it also revolves around a very personal journey that yet is shared throughout the book by many characters. For Buck, greatness is defined by the ability to scrape and claw your way out of something in order to hold on, to survive on the edge and make it out. For his father, greatness is respect and dignity. For most others, it's wealth and security like Buck's wife, Penny. Greatness is what many strive to achieve in life and is often their main goal, which becomes crucial to understanding Knight's psychology as a person. Like I said before, Buck defines greatness as being against the ropes and holding on, so he constantly strives to be in those risky situations because it gives him the same joy and catharsis as many of us know. Or as he described it, that constant feeling of play. This, however, is a dangerous hobby for not only his success, but for his mental health. Now we're going to talk about some literary elements used in Shoe Dog. Since this is a memoir, there are barely any literary elements used in this novel. However, I want to highlight the slight use of dark parallels used between Buck and his father. Both of these characters are introduced to us as diametrically opposed figures. An old school dad who focuses on respectability and his young son betting on near impossible dreams. However, as the novel progresses, in the end both of them yearn for their own version of greatness, and while Buck's father has basically completed his life, Buck's future is yet to be realized. There is a bit of irony by how Buck is going to have to become like his father no matter what, whether it be by achieving his greatness and sacrificing his emotional availability to his family, like his father did when he was a child, or if he fails in his dreams and returns to a respectable job and follows in his father's footsteps. Now putting all these motifs and literary devices, we can get a sense of what Shoe Dog's theme is. Why Phil Knight wrote this book in the first place? Well, first of all, I think the real reason is because the story is very inspirational and people already idolize him so this book would sell many copies real fast. However, if I put my cynical self aside, I think Phil Knight is trying to convey the destruction and glory caused by realizing your dreams. The mental torture that Buck undergoes in his journey to create a sports shoe monopoly is unbearable for most and damages his mental health, social relationships, and familial relationships, etc. Still, the chaos that he endures makes all those small victories for Nike and Knight even more meaningful and joyous. Shoe Dog shows the relentless struggle of one man and his mission to let us decide whether his greatness was worth it at the end, and what it would cost us to realize our own vision of our greatness. Well, that's all I have for you today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of OWL. I really recommend this book, and I will provide everything in the description, like the ISBN number. If you have any comments or questions regarding the episodes of the show, please let me know also in the email provided in the description below. Thanks for listening.